Welcome to the Rogues Alliance Actual Play Podcast, where a few friends sit down every two weeks to play some games and record the fun for you, the listeners. Our evil counterparts get closer to the source of the terrorist attacks on Onderon as they do some more computer slicing and interrogations. We forget which kind of explosives Vec used in the palace to rig the tunnel. Breaching shape charges are the same thing as the biggest bomb in the game, right? Ugh. And we learn that we're a much more effective team playing in the dark side in Episode 9, Lockdown. As always, I'm Jamie and I'm your GM. I am Alan and I am playing Hadrian Vakarin. I am the Imperial Security Bureau's lead agent in this sector. Uh, I'm Andrew, I'm playing Kirsten Wakehoit, the human uh, pilot. I'm Jason, I'm playing Allison Tainer, the human torture master. I'm Brittany, I'm playing Amala Joyville, a human spy recruit and slicer. So we're going to pick back up with Agent Karen and Agent Tainer at the Imperial Palace, and you're currently in a conference or meeting room, kind of similar to the room that we're sitting in now, in that he didn't bring you to like an interrogation room, he brought you to a nice, a nice sit-down room. I gotta put my hand onto the table, and I assume I'm wearing gloves. Just like dress gloves kind of thing? Yeah. I just kind of sweep my hand on the table as I walk towards the head of the uh, table. This is a lovely conference room, and I'm going to sit at the head of the table, (laughs) in which to have a conversation. He kind of pauses for a second. My thanks, and, you know, kind of then takes a seat right beside you and sort of sits down. And you see he has that moment of being like, that's my seat, but bites it back down and, and sits down. He's like, now... You said you had issues to discuss in private. Yes. Well, you see, part of the reason that we came down in the Corvette from the Star Destroyer, where we're maintaining our blockade, is because we wanted our people, yours and mine, to understand that the Empire is here for them. And this conversation needs to be done in private simply between you and I, because we're concerned about some of the logistical issues of how your young nephew left your home. At this point, Allison is going to walk to the far end of the table and start taking out some of her uh, torture devices and just, like, uh, slowly laying them out and, like, getting them prepped. Okay. Now, we're not 100% sure who we, mostly Agent Tainer, needs to be speaking to, but we thought that you might be able to help point us in the right direction. You can't possibly believe I had a hand in this. I am in no way insinuating that. And I'm that going is... to go and slightly turn the, uh, the lights down. That is why it, it would be beneath me, and certainly unbecoming of an agent of my station, to uh, ask a sovereign monarch of a friendly planet, those questions. And I really hope that you don't take it as any disrespect that I just have to get my agent to ask you a few perfunctory questions. Just so that we don't cut this roleplay session moment a bit short, I'm not going to have you roll a check on this at the moment. These are being taken into account for boost eyes and uh, successes. Mm -hmm. But I think if we do any social rolls against him before we get the meat of this, (laughs) he's just going to pass it right away. Because he is already, from your entrance, from the walk-in, from you sitting down, from all of this turning damage, anyone, like, glancing this guy across the room or, like, who wasn't trained in these sort of things would think that King Raxus is currently presenting a very fine, noble figure, aside from his out-of-shapeness. 
you know, his hands are very politely folded on the desk in front of you. He's standing up very straight in front of you, possibly a bit too straight. His muscles are all very tense to him. His knuckles are clenched so hard that they're already turning white. And every time that he answers with his very calm and measured voice, his mouth immediately goes back to clenching very tightly. He's clearly nervous to the point of being afraid. Now, you don't mind. I'm asking right now. You don't mind if my agent asks you a few questions. He glances over and eyes immediately dart down to the implements that have been laid out on his very fine uh, mahogany conference table that is clearly hundreds of years old. When I see his eyes dart down, I'm going to go, Oh, this is why we need to talk to you. It's your house. You need to direct us to whom we ought to be asking questions. Of course. Of Of course. Of course, Agent Vicarian, I will assist the Empire in any way that I can. Now, Agent, w- w- would you mind asking the questions that we can just get out of the way and do what we came here to do? Absolutely. I'm actually almost done prepping the room. You have to understand it takes a little while to properly have a situation where these conversations can happen and everybody understands what's being asked and what's being said. And then I set my hollow messenger on record and sort of slide into the middle of the table. And it's like, this is just for whoever we need to talk to. It's entirely business. I, I uh, start walking over to where they need. Jason, what's your cool check? Too green, because presence. Can I assist him? Actually, yeah, I'll say that you can. Because I do have a leadership check if that would allow me to assist, and if I would not otherwise be able to. Well, Jason is not rolling this. This is being rolled against Jason, so Uh, I want to know what the difficulty was. Gotcha. But I will say that your presence there gives him a boost, Jason, and gives him a setback die. Okay. All right, so this is a charm check being rolled against you at the moment, Jay. I'm not doing anything to upgrade or downgrade this. Does anyone spend any destiny points? For now? No. Jason, I'd like you to take two points of strain damage. As the king almost seems to kind of lean back a little bit, takes a deep breath and kind of gives you a smile. Not sardonic or sarcastic or insulting in any way. Genuine smile of that he was like, I want nothing more than to help the empire apprehend the traitor that is my nephew. I'm happy to help. And uh, yeah, he almost seems to kind of bolster himself and that's going to make your life a bit more difficult. And so much for this being easy and that's where the huge train is going to come from. Well, I'm glad that we have somebody in your position willing to help us out, Raxus. Oh, I'm sorry. It's King Raxus now, isn't it? I don't feel like that was a a hard hit. You were going up against two purple and a red. I would like to spend a destiny to downgrade his red. Three purple. Let's see, I've got two ranks in Intimidation, uh, which I, apparently, with Intimidating, I can take strain to upgrade or downgrade coercion difficulties. Considering, at this point, I am at three yellow... What does that mean for upgrading for me? Yeah, so you have two ranks, mm-hmm. so you can take two strain to upgrade twice, so you can add one yellow. So he's rolling four yellow against what? <laughs> Three purple because you spent the destiny point. <laughs> well, this is this is the point, right? I don't yeah. mind him being a little freaked out, but when she does her work, I want it to hurt. <laughs> <laughs> so four success, and that's it. Do I smell pee? No, the pee doesn't come yet. <laughs> but he does visibly crack, slumps back in his chair, and shoulders go in, and he's like, uh, I... <sighs> kind of looks back up to you. He doesn't really seem to have an answer, frankly. Braxis, we're not here for diplomatic reasons. You know why you are where you are. What do you have for us? He kind of holds up his hand. He's like, I have no information. I don't know how Braxis, the little... Who was it that... Sh- okay, 
Look, somehow, violent terrorists walked into your palace. Somehow these violent terrorists were able to easily come in and out of the place. So, what do you think? Do you think that this is something that just sort of happened? Because uh, I'm pretty sure that somebody of your lofty position got there because they might have had a brain in their head. So, what have you been thinking? What do you think might have helped these violent terrorists walk into your house and take your nephew away? Raxus immediately starts just stuttering back and forth and kind of like glances over to you as if like help me and then realizes that that doesn't seem to be an option and so glances <laughs> back. Don't, don't worry. You know what? Find your words. We've got some time. <laughs> I wouldn't want you to say anything that you didn't want to say, right? No, no. No, no. Just let your thoughts. Let them get together. I'm sure you're real frazzled. He uh, does not take the advice to put his words together and, in fact, just starts blabbering and stuttering. I'm just going to get my data pad to start texting something. All right. And he's just kind of like, I don't know. We've gone over the security footage. There is none. The cameras have all shut off. None of the security fences, grates, or any of the sensors were tripped. None of my staff saw anything aside from the one who's dead now. That actually wasn't your staff. That was a citizen of the Empire here under your protection. I just wanted to make sure it's clear for the record. I didn't mean to interrupt the good agent. I'm going to go back to typing on the pad. At this point, Raxus just gives up his royal image whatsoever and just kind of like slumps forward on the desk one hand, kind of rifling through his hair. Look of wide-eyed terror. And he's like, you can't possibly think I let my nephew go. The little shit is the only threat that there is to my reign here. Oh, I'm so sorry. We can't think that? He's saying we can't. I honestly haven't been paying attention. I've been trying to remember what the form number was for how long an interview can take before it's considered obstruction of justice. Right, right. Remember? Uh, it's not normally <laughs> my place to do the paperwork, but I understand it's it's uh, something that would take your attention. Look, he's a busy man. I promise that I will review the recordings. I, I really appreciate you looking out for this. Right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep looking for this obstruction of justice form. Oh, what am I obstructing? I'm... Uh... No, no, you're not obstructing. Obviously, some ghosts walked in, tripped no security, walked in and out with, uh... Let's see. Hmm. If, if he was around, he might actually be a problem for your... your uh, What was it again? Oh, right, kingship. Right? Like, this is kind of an important guy. He I was just, going like, to kill him! Guy. He was scheduled to die! Yeah, how'd that work out? I, I would much rather he be dead, frankly. Well, at least it's good to hear that you're still on side here. So... Really, your best guess is that somebody that knows your security came in? You, or is are you really that okay with how things have been going that you haven't really thought about it very much? No, no, of, of course I'm not okay with it. My my former, former, he kind of like, like, I need that stress. My former security chief is in custody in our prisons for this flagrant uh, lack of, of, of skill and propriety at his own employment. And, and he will be questioned thoroughly. I will happily turn him over to your care uh, and uh, allow for... And he stops. He's like, I, I would be happy to facilitate an, an interview with him if you would, that would in any way help this investigation. He has thus far given us no new information or seems to have any information on the act itself. And I do have faith in my security staff, not to the degree that I would have in, in your, of co- yours, of course, your Majesty, it's not a matter of faith. It's a matter of order and inevitability. 
and I'm, faith I'm, is required in the Empire. I would like a group coercion check. Uh, yeah, so I'm three and three. Coercion is a will. I am only two, and I don't have, so it's all him. I get a boost for my assist. Oh, yeah, yeah. So you get a boost. Uh, difficulty? Normally speaking, you're going up against two and one for this, but I think that that is automatically going to be downgraded to a three. In fact, I'm even going to downgrade that twice, so you're going up against one purple and one red. That's before any destiny points or anything are applied. Uh, essentially, oh. you guys are wearing down his discipline skills. You're getting a boost for Agent Vicarin's assistance. You are also getting a boost to account for for the case being built against him, essentially. So you've got two boost die on there. Uh, I don't see any reason why there would be setback die with this right now. You're shooting fish in a barrel. So, yeah. <laughs> My assistance is literally skimming through the friggin' sedition act. <laughs> and that is terrifying him. <laughs> in his eyes, this is a government that just murdered his predecessor, uh, like, four days ago. <laughs> like, that's... Mm-hmm. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, seven advantage. No, 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 everything else can. Oh, but no, okay. Yeah. All right. He kind of, like, he leans back and he's like, I did not facilitate my nephew's release. I would not. And then he's like, candidly speaking, on the record for the Empire and no one else, I was just as party to the termination of my predecessor's reign as anyone else was, and it would do me great favor and help me sleep at night if the little bastard was dead. I did not. I will happily supply you, not just with names, but with people. I will give you my chief of security. I will give you the man who was in charge of recording and monitoring our security feeds that night. I will give you my goddamn janitors, if that will facilitate this investigation and in tracking down the traitor that is my nephew. Excellent. Excellent. Um... I gotta slide my data pad across. I'm gonna give it like a tap on the side to make sure everything other than two files are encrypted right now. Okay. But I gotta slide across and be like, um, I do have one question. Uh, you had some legal training with your royal upbringing, right? Yes. Um, before you give us all those names, I haven't had the same royal upbringing and education as you. Would you say that that part of the Sedition Act technically applies to you, or do you think that I'm engaging in overreach? <laughs> Without even looking at the document, he kind of holds up his hands. He's like, "I, do, I, I." No, would, you're right. That's not fair to ask a suspect. I'm, I'm really glad. Suspect. That you're <laughs> oh, this is why my agent always handles these conversations. I apologize, Your Majesty. I am. In- I flip it over to the black document. The names, please. The he names. Uh, tears oh, start to come down his face as the last of his strain is now worn away. And names will make this okay. Uh, he is already writing stuff down. He's like, I would not... will make this good. <laughs> he keeps writing down. The like, names will ensure that the Empire knows that you're loyal. He uh, gives you the names of his full... Uh, Loyalty brings strength. Okay. He gives you the names of his full staff. <laughs> and as he's done, kind of slides over. He's like, I will happily... Uh, Round them up for you, if that would be of assistance. No, I have meant for that. Of course. I, I assume that you don't mind that my men will be dealing with this investigation? No, no, I would never dare question the sovereignty of the Empire. Oh, again, you're the sovereign here, Your Majesty. I am a servant to Emperor Palpatine. And we all are. Now, I assume that your troops are looking for the escape route still? Kind of gives a nod. 
at, at one point sort of moves to stand and then immediately stops and he's like, may I get a data pad from, and then he points to a table, like it's in the same room. He's like, oh, of course. <laughs> it's your room. You can move anywhere you'd like in this room. <laughs> he uh, nods a thank you, but keeps his eyes on Tainer as he stands up and kind of heads over and comes back and the data pad has a, a blueprint map of the palace on it. Kind of puts this forward. He's like, this is the results of investigation that my men put forward. And it marks off all of the entrances. Mm-hmm. It says, normally speaking, these entrances are all under guard for 24 hours a day, seven days a week. In an event of crisis where emergency troops needed to be requisitioned, as was the case during the attack on the starport, these entrances, and he marks off like all of like the start, like anyone that's an actual entrance, essentially, guards are doubled. At this point, then, patrols are assigned to monitor any secondary entrances where they may be entered. This is things such as uh, sewage drainage, venting, anything like that. The only two that were not under full supervision at the time was this one. And he flags what is essentially a smokestack for the palace. A lot of uh, major fume exhaust and whatnot go up over there. And this one, and he flags a sewage drainage. However... Both of those are under high-end security systems uh, with laser gates, motion detectors, and security footage, none of which was flagged. Given the proximity to the cell, however, I would say that this one, and he points to the sewage drainage, is most likely the uh, terrorist's means of ingress and egress, but I do not see how, given the that no part of our security grid was triggered. And I assume that you have had your troops walk the route and ensure this with their own eyes. <laughs> Perception check, please. Uh, and you were rolling against a... Actually, um, I'm going to ask you what the perception check is and he will roll. Three cunning, and I have two ranks in perception. So it'd be two and one. It'd yeah. be two red and one purple. Okay. So just so I can check, you guys did blow a hole in the oh, wall. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, so that's still there. Yeah, into the supply closet, eh? Yeah. Yeah. came in behind like a little... He's taking at least two setbacks from how terrified he is right now. Yeah. All right, so because it's on my phone, because I don't have enough dice, just to let you guys know, our king right now is rolling a deception check against Vicarin and Tanner. He has two yellow proficiency dice and one green ability dice. He is rolling against two red challenge dice and one purple difficulty dice. He has one setback in this right now to account for your assist of your part in this. And I'm going to give him one more setback die because he's terrified. He's, he's peeing a little. Yeah. <laughs> Does anyone want to do anything to change this? No. He kind of like kind of is like uh, yes, sir. Uh, of course I did. And then he kind of points over to the list and he taps one of the security guards. Is like this officer here was the one who who made the check and reported that nothing was found along the route. Commander Trevlin, please send and I would give that name into the meeting room before you send him in. He generated... Well, actually, I will let you determine how this is spent, but he generated five threat. So while you do believe the initial lie, something is going to be given away here. I can either tell you the narrative thing that I have in mind, or you can tell me how that threat is spent. Can the guard be our, the Empire's inside man? Yes. That's amazing. Yep. So at this point, Guardsman Donick enters, and on your data pad, it in fact flags up. No. Agent. <laughs> I was just going to say, does he have a current active operation other than this one? No, this has been his sole operation ever since the plan to assassinate King Jarethal was put into place. Okay, so I can blow his cover here if I need it? Yep. Okay. 
All right, so we are going to move away from this uh, to a screen wipe just as the door opens. In fact, if this was a movie, it probably would be a... And we're on the other scene now. And you guys are brought to the main warehouse of Red Sun Construction, where you were now brought into sort of uh, the supply warehouse, and you were shown where the missing detonite and beradium charges were kept. I don't know if they're pointed out to you, but you do notice where security cameras are, and you have the uh, Twi'lek attendant leading you around and kind of showing you where things are. As we're walking towards the warehouse, I'll have mentioned to the assistant, we need a list of the staffing during the times to which the theft occurred, we also wanted to talk to the supervisor in charge of the warehouse at the time as well. Mm-hmm. I want to see all the security tapes for inside the building, outside the building, your gates, and any possible entrances and exits of the campsite. All right. Can I, out of character, suggest something that somebody with that level can be reused? Totally. The, the terminal in which the t- report, from which the report was written. Let's resolve Andrew side of this first. And that, she kind of gives it, like, absolutely. And as you're walking, in fact, she stops at a station and grabs a data pad from the wall, essentially like a rack of them, uh, and just hands it over to you. As she's doing this, she kind of keys in her data pad to that data pad. And is immediately, like, as you're asking for these, she's like, here's the staff list, here's the supervisor, here's the list of stolen items. And then she turns to, uh, to Amala, absolutely agent, and then brings you to the computer area. And kind of offers up, and it's, it's a suite of computer banks, like, you know, the multi-monitor kind of security footage and all that. Um, and she's like, security report was made from this station as well. So you take your seat there, and then you are... Was this like, well, when we actually got to the scene, or are we still sort of in, in on route? No, you're in the warehouse, okay. and like she's pointed out, like, these are where the radium charges were kept. This is where the detonate was kept. They are fairly close to each other, although, in, you know, they're categorized yep. in their own sections. You are shown where the locks were lockpicked, like broken open. Yep. As I'm shown those, Mm -hmm. because obviously those are the things I want to see, I'm going to sort of slow down and sort of hold back uh, as I'm looking over the data pad, or at least that's what I'm going to visually give the reason as to why I'm slowing down. Sure. Basically letting Amala and the assistant go to the terminals to watch the security, or at least to bring out the security cameras. I'm going to key in my comm link and record a message to later then be sort of emailed to McCarran. Okay. Essentially uh, outlining that Sakura was not being as forward as as, uh, as he could have been, um, okay. given his company's activities that were not on the level, um, uh, as well as just to say that he also was uh, attempting to get off planet. Okay. Just so that we kind of keep a basic idea of, mm-hmm. of when things are happening in time, uh, I'm going to say that both messages that Andrew's character has sent would have arrived at your data pad near the end of the King's interrogation, right? So that first one and the second one. What was the first one? Uh, I think it was still the same thing of that he wasn't being forward. Uh, yeah, that was sort of a reiteration. Basically just that message that I had said, like, oh, hey, I'll, I'll have sent that to McCarran. This was just sort of the role play of, like, when okay. I sent it. I purposely obviously sent it via sort of, like, email and not be like, call him up, because obviously he's busy. Yeah. Well, I mean, I assume that my comm is routed unless somebody keys in a priority message for me. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Like, even with that, especially, like, I think that it's as you were looking up the sedition stuff, a little pop-up would have been, like, message from Wakeway. Kind of gives you a little, and like you, you know, it's your choice if you're like, I want to read through this, or yeah, I'll put that to side now. All right, so that's sent off. And you were checking out the, the locks that were busted? Oh, yeah, totally. Okay. Uh, I'd like you to roll me a Skullduggery check. You're yep. rolling against a check of... It's going to be a hard check, but you're taking t- three setback die to it. Okay. And I want you to roll that and then hold on to the results for me. 
Alright, so you sit down at the terminal. So first I want to review them as they are for the time period of the theft. Alright. Um, and I presume you can kind of do like the fast forward. Oh yeah. Know, watch six hours and six minutes kind of. Yeah, and in fact you are, you are a, a good enough manipulator of data and footage that this almost hits the Avengers hologram minority report footage and where like normally speaking you can only watch one angle. You were good enough at piecing together various feeds and whatnot that you can actually like reconstruct a holographic image and be like, and I look this way and I flip it around and I zoom in. So you're reviewing the footage? Reviewing the footage as it is. I don't need I'm to not, check for that then. Okay. What is it at face value at this moment? At face value at this moment, you see a uh, hooded figure entering in at night. Timestamp does catch it, although the angles of the camera don't give you a clear picture. The basic outline of the shape does not appear to be human. There's kind of pointed to it. You're thinking possibly a horned alien or someone that has a large head frills. Anything like that, but there's a hood, so it's it's hard to tell. And you do see them kind of making their way to each locker that has the viridium and the detonite. You see the movement of what would probably someone like hooking in a lock-breaking tool to actually physically force the lock open rather than slicing the controls. Everything that they said happened and dated three days ago. Can I do a computer check to try to get a better image or to see if the image oh, yeah. has been it's manipulated like, in any that, way? That's your basic skill. Now let's go to your actual skills. Yeah. yeah. This is what you find when you press the play and fast forward button. Yeah. yeah. That's, um, and that's what I wanted to see first. Yep. See what it was. You were going to be rolling up against... Sorry, yes? I was just going to say, don't forget you do have that kit with you for the two booster. You were going to be rolling up against a check that is going to be two purple, two red, your two boost die from that kit. And my three yellow for my... Uh, three ranks in computers. Three yellow from three ranks in computers, and you were going to be taking two setback die. I would like to use uh, destiny points to downgrade one of those reds. All right, so that would be three purple and a red then. Yeah. I have bypass security, which removes one setback die when I'm hacking into security. So you only take one of the two setback die I gave them. Three success and three threat. I have a suggestion for the threat. What's the suggestion? Although she succeeds, she just alerted the boss of the office that she succeeded. Okay. I will keep that in mind. <laughs> <Boss>. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> I, will, uh, I will keep that in mind. I'm not going to say how the thread is spent. Uh, Dead of bad vibrates. That said... <laughs> Most horrifying uh, phone notification you could ever get. <laughs> not only is the footage timestamped wrong, it's made up. This is digitally created and constructed footage. And in fact, as you start wiping it away, first off, like wiping it on the day of, there's there's nothing wrong. And as a matter of fact, the only time that those, um, as you're kind of like combing through your footage, and you're like, wow, that date's wrong. Okay, well, that, that person was never there. That was never broken into. And as a matter of fact, you find footage where the only time that those two lockers have been accessed in the last two days was yesterday, during the daytime, mm-hmm. by an employee using the proper clearance codes to open them. You then track the footage all the way from him leaving the warehouse. With three success, I don't think that's enough for you to start like patching in a footage outside to kind of keep following the trail. Yeah. But you know that it was an actual Red Sun employee that went and took this stuff and left. The breaking of the locks happened a day later. In fact, it happened this morning. And also by someone in a Red Sun employee uniform. What did you get for your Skullduggery check? Conveniently, I also had success. <laughs> I had a success and two advantage. Success and two advantage. You do see also 
that well, yes, it was broken open. You recognize that the uh, the stress marks in the lock are way too new for when they said it was supposed to be. You've broken into so many doors that you understand this happened a few hours ago, not a few days ago. Yeah. Uh, it also looks like the lock was actually broken after the door was opened. Is that all that I really find? Yeah. The fact that's, that it was broken after it was open, that's Yeah, huge. that's evidence enough. So, yeah, that's what you guys find. Okay. Okay. So I'm not going to say anything to the, the assistant, the assistant that's, that's with, with you? me. Okay. Say, all right, that is, that is very interesting information. Thank you very much. Of course. Can I make a copy? Her eyes go wide for the briefest of seconds. She's like, well, of course. I've been told to cooperate fully and would never do anything else with the Empire involved. And I'm actually going to roll a perception check for this character. Are you trying to hide what you found? Like, do you care if anyone sees that you just found this information? No. So then that's an easy check. For this fairly perceptive character. And she fails. Oh. Uh, with advantage, though. So she doesn't know what I found, but she suspects something's up? She suspects something's off. And, and then she kind of... Agent, um... And then she kind of... Well, you never actually gave your name to these people, did you? Yeah. <laughs> uh, ma'am, if, if I may ask a question... Hypothetically... If, um... If, if, if Mr. Sakura is found to not cooperate fully with your investigation. What happens to the rest of us? I honestly cannot give you an answer to that. I know that if, hypothetically, Mr. Sakura is not as he has said he is, and things are not as as he said they are, things do not look good for him. And for those who were involved directly with him, I believe that if you have nothing to hide, then you have nothing to worry about. This feels way more of a get this person on side rather than an intimidate, so I'm going to ask for a charm check. Oh, good. I have a rank in that. (laughs) (laughs) Butter the assistant up. (laughs) She might know stuff, especially if she knows that she's safe. So I think you're taking that against two difficulty. You are getting a boost die, though, for generated actually by the character's advantage on that last check. So you're taking a boost die. Okay. I got two failures. She kind of nods. She's like, okay. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> um, I'm going to go meet up with my... Of, of course. She kind of turns and, and motions for the door for you as well. All right, so you guys meet up out back in the hallway. So. So. Everything looks good up good up there. How about you? Yeah, both same, actually. All right. Is the assistant still <laughs> Yes, she is still with you. Okay. Yep. Thank you for your assistance. Uh, of, of, of course. Will you please uh, show us out? She kind of nods. She's like, absolutely. Uh, right right this way. Also sort of like pause as she starts to step forward. Okay. Now, your boss, he's a businessman. He, so I'm sure, deals with the rigmarole that comes with uh, more serious matters, especially with his company. So sometimes getting like honest answers, or not even necessarily honest, but just straightforward answers, you know, the politics, the like the... The employees, though, like like you and like the guard outside, and like some of the employees that we've met along the way, you guys seem like you're you're following orders, you're doing your thing. Now, here's the thing: any help that we can get in this investigation will ensure that these terrorist activities that happened within the city are found and dealt with. Are you from here? Uh, she kind of gives a, a shrug, and she's like, "I." And she kind of, you know, motions to the fact that she's a tweet, like, like, you know, like well, a, yeah, I, I mean, yes, I, I grew up on Andron. So obviously, you know, this kind of thing is something that you 
as an Andronian, would want to have sorted out, right? Andrew, what are your ranks in Charm? While it is a career skill, I have only uh, two. I actually oh, three feel... presents. I have three presents. That's it. I feel, talking to the common man, this feels more like a streetwise check to me, actually. Yeah, okay. I have two yellow. Uh, you're going to go up against her discipline, and so her discipline is going to be her loyalty to her boss. Okay. And she's fairly loyal to this company, so I'm going to say that's going to be another two purple. But, you're right, she's very proud of being Andronian. She was happy and, in fact, very loyal to her monarch that was just murdered by terrorists, as far as she's concerned, and that's going to give you a boost die. Cool. But I'm going to add in one setback die on that, too. So I have three success and one advantage. She kind of stops and, and, and I wasn't here the day that things were stolen. Um, and I don't deal with any of that paperwork. I believe Mr. Sakura. That theft happened, but we did sell some detonite and beradium to a private contractor yesterday. Who? I don't know. Rodian. She kind of hushes up and be like, there would be footage of him in the main building. Security cameras were on the day. The main building being the office, not the warehouse. Yeah, yeah. Okay. The help that you provide in this matter will look good on you. She nods and smiles and says thank you. She also takes two strain as she feels sick to her stomach for betraying her her boss and and livelihood. Like, is that visible? Do you want me to, like, roll perception to see if that... Oh, she took strain. You can see the lump in her throat. You can see that her her blue skin goes a little pale. Like, it's like, thank you, sir. (laughs) I'll give us an actual, like, honest smile. I mean, she's helping us. Mm Mm-hmm. And I'll sort of put a hand on her shoulder, like, you're helping with the justice of this terrorist attack. Thank you. All right, so with that done, she's like, shall I bring you back to the office then? Please. As you step outside, off in the distance, across a courtyard, right by the office, you in fact see a fat blue Twi'lek hurriedly climbing into what looks to be a Landspeeder limo. And like, as you walk out, you see him like shoving documents and, and like a suitcase or a briefcase into the side of it. And he kind of glances up his you and he's like, Ugh! and dies in here, go, go, go. I'm gonna pull out my comm immediately. We need backup here immediately. I think that is a great time to jump back over. Yeah. You guys are with King Raxus and Guardsman Donic. Or actually, Imperial Officer Donick, but still, so, Guardsman Donick. Trevelyn is uh, bringing Donick in, is he? Trevelyn himself is actually outside, kind of intentionally being one of the faces that the public sees. Mm-hmm. But yes, one of the stormtroopers brings in. Okay, I just be like, Your Majesty, I know that you have a lot to do, and I understand that this situation is stressful. So please feel <laughs> free to take a break and attend to your royal duties. I will speak to Guardsman Donick. He uh, kind of like stands up and, and his knees are clearly shaking and he's like, oh, absolutely, Agent Vicarin, I, I thank you. I'm going to stand up with him just, you know, like it's a sign of respect. I'm going to extend a hand and put your majesty and I'm going to give a very polite bow as I shake his hand. <laughs> you know what, Raxus? You look like you haven't been taking the last couple of days very well. You look tired. You could probably spend, I don't know, maybe upwards of 15, 16 hours in your own bed. Maybe. He uh, does not even seem to notice the lack of the word king in front of his title. (laughs) And either is so flustered in the head that he thinks you're giving him real advice, or is so cowed and terrified of you that he's not going to push the issue at all. And it's just like, I I do think I do need a good days or night's sleep, and uh, yeah, I I believe I will attend to my duties from my chambers. Thank you very much for the suggestion. And he kind of like, almost looks like, can I please leave? (laughs) And I give a polite nod. And he bolts like it's a, like in his mind he is leaving this guardsman to the wolves and that's yeah. fine <laughs> and I'm gonna my hand and let him pass as he bolts through the <laughs> and I'm gonna plug into the admiral above just be like admiral 
I was hoping that security might be able to ask a favor of the Navy. There's kind of a, a couple second delays. It's transmitted up to yeah, start and then, the, and then yeah. the freaking <clears throat> comms officer. Yeah, maybe. and a moment later, you hear a, a comms officer come back into your ear. It simply states that the admiral requests to know if this is a private conversation or should be conducted through hollow communication. I think that this would be the type of conversation best kept private because this is a request from Bureau Security. Understood, sir. Please stand by for Admiral Vane. And a moment later, a uh, sort of crisp, not British, but Coruscant accent <laughs> comes through as Admiral Vane answers, yes, agents, and then you, you hear a moment and it almost seems like he's probably flipping through a data pad and he's like, Agent Karen, yes, how may I be of help to you? I'm keeping it subdermal so I don't have to be announcing it to the room as I'm waiting for a guardsman to show up. He walks in. The guardsman has entered. I'll give a nod and motion for him to sit and give one hand to let me finish this going. Mm-hmm. Admiral, I'm having some trouble down here with His Majesty, and he's willing to play ball with us, but I don't know how competent his soldiers are, and I was hoping that I might be able to replace the internal core of palace operations with people that I can count on, and I don't have the troops to do that. <laughs> There's a laugh on the other side, not like a laughing at you, but just like, oh, that's a funny situation. <laughs> and he's like, not to worry at all, Vicarin, I've already got troops on ground. I will have two ATATs by the palace within 30 minutes. Excellent. Garrison is obviously yours. I just hope that I can still have my walking around privileges as I continue my investigation. I wouldn't dream of getting in the way of ISB. You have full disclosure as per the norm. And you are, of course, ranking officer, but it would be my suggestion that perhaps the Royal Guard should be allowed to maintain their posts on the wall. Hmm. Appearance sake. Do you think it would be better that than the appearance of a strong Imperial presence guarding order? Well, I thought that that's what the ATAT standing immediately behind them were for. So you're one of those cooperation until necessary types. All right, Vicarin, I will take your suggestion. The guards may stay. Thank you, sir. I think it's important to appear to the locals as though that we are cooperative in this, and I think it's important for the locals to know that the strong arm of the Empire is immediately behind them for whatever is needed. Of course. Thank you, sir. Thank you, Agent. Look forward to talking to you later. Just a quick click as it shuts off. Yep, and I'll do the same. As the thing closes, Mm -hmm. I'm going to look to the Agent and just be like, do you think His Majesty had the wherewithal to put us in a bugged room? I don't even know if any of the people that work for him know what a bug is. As far as I could tell, the stooges that he has walking around this place honestly believe that a ghost came in and actually took a man away. Guardsman Donnick laughs. Like, not out loud, but you can just see, like, as he's politely waiting to be addressed, he just says, like... (laughs) I'm gonna give a quick tab on the thing. Commander Trevlin, have you secured the uh, airwaves? And the response comes back, Yes, sir, Imperial Control is currently for the palace's communications. And there is a blackout order over all public communications on Holonet at this time. Excellent. May I speak freely in this room? Just give me one moment to confirm that, sir. Yes, sir, you may. Thank you, Commander. And as soon as I take my hand off my subdermal here, I just be like, the guardsman here is with the Bureau. Can you give a smile? He's like, Special Agent Donick, pleased to meet you. And he offers a hand out to you. I actually look a little bit disappointed, but take the... <laughs> <laughs> And uh, I got to give a smile, and I will shake his hand as well, and just be like, "And I am Agent McCarran." He kind of nods. He's like, "I've heard good things about you, Agent." I'll be chief investigator in this matter, and I'm going to open the list that the the king tapped out. As you can see, you've been thrown under the bus, and I'm going to motion to the note next to your name. He's like, "Oh, have I now?" 
Yes, so I thought that I'd do you the honor of clearing the room of comms, and I ask you how you'd like to proceed, because according to your file, your operation is done. It was supposed to be set up in succession, as I understand. Yes, I was to be removed from rotation within the week once we had secured King Raxus's reign uh, and was sure that it was stable. Do you think that you could serve us better with your cover intact, or should we let them in on the joke, say? Do keep in mind that you're being thrown under the bus right now. Given this new turn of events, I do not believe that my cover can be kept intact and for me to remain here. With that said, though, I see no reason to not give full disclosure to you in any matter. I did not investigate that passage. No one has. (sighs) The king has currently been uh, running in circles, trying to shift blame of his nephew's disappearance away from anyone involved with him directly and to secure any such ways that might lead to an attack on him. I don't think he cares how the little brat got away. I think he just cares that it doesn't look like it was him and that it can't come back to bite him. He wants Valen found because Valen does present a threat, obviously. So, as I see it, the options are as such. We keep my cover intact and I can be taken for questioning or placed under arrest for uh, negligence of duty, anything of the sort like that, and you don't let on to the good king that you know full well that he is obstructing your investigation. Mm-hmm. Or, we let him in on the, on the incident and he sweats. Now, for what it's worth, I do not believe that King Raxus had a hand in his nephew's escape. The man is a loathsome little troll and doesn't have anything but a selfish bone in his body. What about his former chief of security? It's potential. The man was loyal to King Jarethal. He is a a loyalist and a traditionalist, so there is a possibility there. But, again, I don't believe it's likely. Unless they have somebody with them that really knows their stuff, they were able to come in and out of a secure area without tripping any of those alarms. Yes. Can you honestly tell me that there is no one on your team that could pull off such a feat? The contents of our team are classified, you understand. I do. I also understand what the contents of a team such as yours would normally contain. Um, my question is, how many guardsmen are under your command? Under my command, I have 12. Would you be able to march those 12 down the hallways in front of you, terrified because the Bureau is about to come down on you, and His Majesty has blamed you entirely for all of these things, and you need to, as quickly as possible, make this right somehow? I need numbers, fast. They got in, they got out. I suspect that if nobody's checked it out, there are surprises in this palace waiting, because it sounds like I can't even remove my division of stormtroopers because this palace is not yet secure. Of course. Get me the numbers. I don't care how many guardsmen die. I try to keep the Imperials out of it. And... You were looking for me to find you an escape route or to round up suspects? Oh, no. We will handle suspects. You wish for me to check the tunnels? Yes. Absolutely. If you think that any of those 12 need to be questioned, send them to me before you put them to the front of the line. No. My men are good men. A bit quaint in this whole... Well, you know how these rim territories can be. Even if it's an inner rim, still a rim. But no, no. They'll do what I tell them to. Okay. What time should we come arrest you? You're going to have to be taken to the Corvette and chains. I'll make sure that you aren't roughed up. Of course, of course. Oh, let's see. That tunnel's down there. Give me an hour. Okay. I've just sent a note to Commander Trevlin. Can you make sure that you're in the mess hall? Talk about how good you've done. Great job, great job. Mm, Yes, mess hall, give me an hour and a half then. Hour and a half, okay. Uh, You know, it's a sewer. 
change my clothes. Excellent. And did the commander confirm? Oh, yeah. Excellent. So he's, he's, uh, he's the kind of commander that unless he's like in the middle of something, you're like, it's like, commander, yes. <laughs> Do this. Yes, sir. <laughs> yeah. Just be like, right, hour and a half from now, in the mess hall, you'll be paranoid. Hopefully, the Empire is taking you at your word. If you've made this situation right, da, da, da. make sure that when you're arrested, you have your full report, and uh, it'll be sent to me. Of course. Excellent. <clears throat> Pleasure doing business with you. And I extend my hand to the yep. shake. I'm going to have to rip your collar. I'm sorry. Yes, of course. <laughs> um, I'm going to grab the shirt, just like yep. that, and uh, I'm going to flip his hat off. <laughs> and then uh, as he pauses, he's like, I'm... Nothing if not thorough. And I, I should state that while his accent is pure Coruscant, he does look under on him. Like his, his skin color is, is all of that. Do you still have your shot gloves on? I do well, put them on. Are they, his kit's on the table. Yeah, so are they out though? Yeah, they would have been put out when I was putting out the rest of the stuff. He uh, nods to the shot gloves. He's like, uh, if you wouldn't mind, one solid hit. And he kind of picks his cheek right here. I wouldn't mind at all. But that said, I feel actually a little bit worse having to do this considering what you've already given for the Empire, having to babysit these goddamn Andorani rednecks. Yes, well, yokels will be yokels, and it will help sell the illusion. I will actually make a note in your file. I was not going to suggest it. Congratulations, (laughs) Agent. You. I don't think we need to roll the damage on this one. (laughs) (laughs) Travel line, two hours. I'm going to send a note that my stormtroopers need to bring up the uh, captain of the guard for the basement there. Yep. And I want to make sure that these two cross paths. Yep. Oh, also, uh, <laughs> after we send this guy out, I'm going to calm up to the ship again. Yep. I just need to speak to the calm officer. I don't need to speak to anybody important. And I'm just going to want the sensor for the last few hours because one of the other things was a stack. Well, we've been monitoring the planet. Yeah. I could tell you if there's <laughs> if it was the stack or not. The, the two other entry point. Yeah. The basement and the stack on the roof. Yeah, it wasn't the stack. Right, so yep. we've been monitoring the sensors yep. for hours, so give me while I'm waiting for this guard to get here, I can tell you whether or not it was the stack. Yep. How far down the tunnel was that beradium set? It was like the friggin' end. It was right before yeah. we left, because I just remembered I still had it in my inventory. It was rigged to the swoop bike and right at the perimeter. <laughs> they should be able to get through the hole fine. They are going to have to force their way through multiple locked doors. Oh, and yeah. on that last locked door, after going through, what was it? I forget how many, it wasn't quite a dozen locked doors that were just locked, but not anything bad. Yeah. On the last one, there's a beradium charge. <laughs> so they're going to spend hours forcing doors open for no reason. Well, and all the, like, the laser security in the basement, he had rigged to go off for the friggin' uh, Imperials. Because I, I remember you spending some of your stuff to have, it. not only we got through clear, you had control of it, and you were, yeah. like, resetting it on the way. Yeah, they all shut down. Yeah, like yeah, I said, yeah. as far as everyone's concerned, all the security grids are still on. Yep. All right, so while we're on these guys, I want you guys to start thinking about the basic information that you want from your interrogations, because I think we're going to do one or two checks to kind of yep. pull up everything together and then keep going forward rather than role-playing through each one. So he and I should probably go to the other room so we're not on mic as we figure out our basic interrogation info. Yeah, let's do that. Okay. Mr. Sakura is currently climbing into a uh, car, and you know a mad dash jump, and you see the door is shutting. I radio the backup. Yep. In the same breath of requesting backup, I'll basically say, like, one of the suspects is attempting yep. to escape. And I'll also tag our coordinates in as well. How far range-wise is the limo from us? Long range away. Um, well, I could move up and yeah, you shoot, could. though. Because yeah, I have quick draw. Haha. So, yeah, I'm going to do that. I'm basically going to aim for the repulsors to try and to sort of basically take out the wheels. Are you going to burn some strain to aim? Totally. Take off the strain. Okay. And you charge up as you do. Blaster snaps out. Roll me your attack. Yeah. It's a medium range. Two success. Well, so what's the total damage then? Nine. Nine damage? Yes. Okay. You don't stop it, 
but you get a good solid hit in, smoke starts kind of billowing out, the thing starts like really rocking and shaking, and you can see like the speed drastically cuts down on this thing. So uh, that's, I guess, means it's your turn, technically. You can leave this to him and go find computers. I'm more leaning towards that because it's like, even if we don't get them, we're going to get them. Yeah. So. In that case, then it looks like Amala basically gives it like, he's yours, I'm yep. going. Yep. And you book it into the office. This will be kind of out of time. Uh, if you could then roll me your computer check, and it's going to be the same difficulty of before of two purple and a red. And then what are you doing while she's doing that setup? Where's the speeder? Now, since you've run up, you could run and jump it. Is yeah. this an Imperial speeder with blasters? Weapons, forward mountain, light repeating blaster. Yes, it does. That <laughs> one advantage. No success. So you don't find anything yet? Set up another check for me. You're going up against two purple and one red, but add a setback die. Um, and I remove the setback die. Alright, so Andrew, you jump your bike. I'm totally jumping the bike. Alright, I'm going to try and distill this down to a couple checks rather than a full out roll, essentially because you're getting close to information that I kind of want you guys to find, and we're running out of time. Yeah. If it works, it does. If it doesn't, great. Yeah. So, assemble me a pilot's planetary check, and you are rolling against one purple and one red, because this is an opposed check against the other speeder pilot. Because of your shot that you took on him, he is taking two setbacks, so you get two boost out. Uh, so that is one success and two advantage. Nice. Yeah. You catch up to him, how would you like to spend the advantage? I'm okay with the advantage being spent, like, to take a shot on his engine. Yeah, sure. Alright. So you damage the last of the repulsors, and this thing essentially comes to, like, a skidding stop. Like, it's... And then as your shot hits, it lands, metal skidding against ground, kind of starts sliding. As it does, an Imperial Troop Transport kind of pulls up in the uh, perpendicular to block it off. This troop's going to pull out and surround this thing as it slams into it. So you kind of pull up to the side with a, a skidding stop as Sakura kind of disorientingly is like kind of trying half stumbling out as stormtroopers have blasters to pull down. Back to you. Oh my god, a success and two advantage. Alright. So the advantage sped things up. The failure from the last thing took things down. So this is essentially information that you're only going to get by the time that Andrew's character gets back. But as you're hacking through, you do find hand slicing through and you know skimming your data and all that. For your success, you do find the security footage of Beck Sakura selling the uh, beradium charges and the detonite to a uh, skinny-looking Rodian, younger guy. That's what your advantage is, because it is required when buying items from construction companies like this that credentials and identification be given. Rebo did not bother to use a fake ID. So, yeah, you have his address. Like, Rebo, attending Onderon University, takes classes in this. Here's his dorm room. You pull up a Miss Yeah, I pull up a Miss Level my blaster at him. I believe we should uh, reconvene on that meeting. He's like, how? How? I didn't. I didn't know that. I didn't know he was a rebel. I didn't. I swear. I swear. Just you know what? <laughs> Unless you want to incriminate yourself further, I would suggest you probably wait until the interrogation. All right. So we worked out a couple of basic things. Here's what I'm thinking, and somewhere along the line, we're going to be interrupted by a beradium explosion, right? Yes, you are. Because we're going to be inquiring about the local rebel presence, and then in between these meetings, I'm going to be reviewing more and more of the file, right? Because you know how every time I've sent somebody out, I've taken the opportunity to do a little bit of reading in private? Yep. So I figure at some point I'm going to be starting asking very direct questions about where they got this Gatling laser, because it's Imperial Ordnance. And if from the interviews of the security personnel on planet, I get the sense that the rebel connection wasn't that well developed here, I'm going to start thinking that they must have like hooked up with the rebels off planet somewhere. Yeah. Which is going to start leading me towards thinking Starport 
So I'm going to have to flag this file that the Empire is going to have to put a heavier garrison here to root out the Rebellion connection because they are starting to develop the infrastructure to be able to routinely bring heavy ordnance on and off planet. Okay. And we also, the ha- I figured it would probably be fairly easy to hand wave the bombing suspect that Vec fingered. Hello, Rodman. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't see him as lasting too long under the shock gloves. So no. no. <laughs> probably just taking out the shock gloves. All right. In that case, then, I'm going to need, first, uh, an easy coercion check. Well, I guess it's your choice of what skills are being used. No, this is all coercion. You know how I was saying? I've been thinking of uh, fun things to threaten the people with. Yep. Like, when the cap of the guard came into the room, I was going to sit down and ask him for his next of kin. And (laughs) when he started wondering why, I was going to say, oh, well, because you're a person of interest right now, and the Empire doesn't have any bondsmen set up, so we like to pick something up to hold it as collateral to make sure that the prisoners don't jump bail. All right. I need an easy coercion check to start. Uh, he has one success and three advantage. All right, so you're for your first bit, the security staff crumbles underneath you, <laughs> and you are given that there is no way that they could have gotten that easy ordinance in. Security staff starts to crumble in. Starport security starts being brought in, and they have no idea where the gun came from, that there is no ordinance on. And this is when you get flagged towards the, the skiff and that they're being used for a couple things. I need a second coercion check for an average difficulty. Oh, you get a boost to that because I'm assistant. <laughs> is this on a person that I can use my interrogation kit on? Yes, take a boost after that. Sweet. Woo-hoo. So you get one success, but then four advantage. Okay. So your second half had to deal with where the ordinance came in from? Yeah, the second question was asking about the ordinance and the connection off-world. Yeah. Connection off-world. All right. So, for the advantage, I think. So this establishes, again that it had to have come from off-world and was being smuggled in. No one's found any smuggling rings that it could have been towards. However, because of the skiff that was caught on film, you were brought directly towards not only the civilian attack, but the docking number for one of the berths in that same starport where the civilian bombing happened, and a report from a Imperial customs officer about one such skiff breaking through the door uh, and escaping security checks just before that explosion happened. Uh, and it flags that the shuttle in that bay is still there. Okay, I'm going to send a note to Commander Trevlin to send the other squad to secure that landing bay. All right. As you do, this is the point that you get a report from agents Wakeway and Joyville that two suspects have been flagged, the first being Beck Sakura, owner of the Red Sun Construction Company, as he tried to flee the scene after it was proven that he falsified the records of the theft. The second one, discovered by agent Joyville here, is a Rhodian University student named Rebo, who was the one who purchased the explosives. Okay. Are they in custody? Sakura Sakura is. Rebo either can be or can easily be taken into custody. But, like, you're getting the report as they find the information. Okay. Sakura needs to be sent here to be spoken with. Is there the equivalent of, like, a messaging status button? Can I see what status Wakeweight and Joyville are broadcasting? Because I want to know if I can speak to them in real time. Oh, you totally can. Yeah, okay, so I'm going to call me in. Status report. Yes, sir. Um, our initial investigation of Red Sun Construction, uh, the one's construction site that... It was the more likely... Suspect. 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 Yeah, sorry, suspect. To where the theft could have taken place, given its well seedier nature. Red Sun uh, filed a police report several days ago about missing materials that was used in the explosion at... Okay. And so we've been in contact with them, and we have 
found falsified security information, and we, we have discovered that the theft was faked, and in fact the material was sold, and so Sakura, who is the manager of Red Sun Construction, is in custody, and we are currently pursuing the person who has purchased the explosive material. Okay. And what about the, the black market angle that I should look into? Who financed it? We haven't found that out yet. Okay. Uh, we are we are approaching the the person who made the purchase is going to be in custody very shortly. They are on their way to do so to acquire him, and he will be sent to you. And we can begin. Allison may begin uh, interrogation, which I suspect will not be too difficult. Okay. I need this suspect apprehended. Can you two handle it, or do you need backup? We can probably handle it. He's just a university student. But who's he working for? We're not sure yet. We suspect he will link us to whoever was involved with the attack. Can you hold for one moment, please? Certainly. I'm going to call up Onderon Security, like Capital Security. Yep. And ask to be pushed over to the police commissioner. You were pushed over. Commissioner, excellent. I need to wear requisition of special weapons and tactics team. Uh, of course, sir. Excellent. I'm going to be putting them under the command of Agent Joyville, and she is working in concert with Agent Oikoit. And the two of them are in the process of apprehending a um, person of interest, and is this a secure line, Commissioner? One moment, and puts through his people and says, yes, yes sir, it is. It's a person of interest in the bombing of the palace. Absolutely, sir, you'll have my best and brightest. Excellent. We need at least one person alive to answer some questions. We suspect that you have a rebellion problem in your capital. You hear the swallow of worry. He says, of course, sir. And I'm very, very glad to hear that you are working with us to make sure that we nip this problem in the bud. Uh, of course. We have not had the same reception on other worlds, and it makes pleasant conversations a lot harder. Happy to help, sir. Excellent. I will uh, patch through Agent Royville and Wolfwake's contact information. Excellent. So I'm going to patch that through. I'm just like, I've requisitioned you a special weapons and tactics unit from the uh, local police authority. Until you can tell me that he is not working for somebody, you are not to go in unless you are armed. We have reports of heavy ordnance and an off-world connection to the Rebellion. The security threat of this mission has been upgraded, and I have since needed to involve troops from the Imperial Navy. Be on your guard. Certainly. Absolutely, sir. All right. So as they go off then, what was your third one? Uh, the last thing on the... Well, I mean, I was going to make a report. Yep. Like, in my report, we have a problem here. Yeah. The other one was the bombing suspect. Okay. Blow Rod Man. Um, so I'm not going to need to check for Glow Rod Man. He came <laughs> so man. fast. <laughs> Feel free to describe how you interrogate Glow Rod Man, but... There is a certain amount of intimidation. Somebody who just walks in and puts on shock gloves without saying anything. Yeah. So, yeah, like... Oh, oh yeah. And, like, walks in, the shock gloves on, and use the shock glove hand to turn the lights down a little bit, and the guy's already <laughs> crying. Turn yeah. the lights back on. Uh, especially seeing as Glowrod Man was arrested, uh, like, a day ago, and doesn't know what's going on. But before that happens, you do have the Beridium Explosion that takes out a large chunk of the palace. In fact, the only reason that it doesn't take out more is because of how far away from the, the epicenter of the actual building it was. Commander, status report. Unknown, sir. I've got troops heading down to check. Explosion underneath in the foundations. Okay, I'm going to follow with the guard in my room. They can stay on me to assure the agent's security. I'm going to move out of the room so that we move with the stormtroopers. Yep. Come with me. Goddamn rednecks. As you make it down, you find the hole cut into the... Supply closet. Into the supply then... closet. <laughs> I'm going to stop. Just be like, they missed this? 
I'm gonna move the door, like because this door is the only thing blocking the whole cut through this boy. They used an explosive to come in behind it, and they didn't see or hear. And there, there were people in. I'm gonna start repeating. You say something. It's gonna sound like it's something that I've said a few times. So just be like, we have to be patient with those who have not been exposed to the order and efficiency of the core of the Empire. It will take these types of people time to function at the level that is expected of them. So as you guys are making your way down, there's not much left of the tunnel. And in fact, like there's fires are still being put out. Stormtroopers themselves are in there putting them out because the Empire immediately took this over. Local fire department, palace security, none of them have been allowed close to this the moment it happened. And it's only uh, kind of a few moments later where you hear, Sir, we found someone! And uh, you kind of come over and you find, kind of just on the edge of the blast, still covered in debris, but alive and conscious, but kind of like pulling himself out, is Agent Donick. Dusting himself off and kind of pulling himself out is, you know, pretty badly beat up. Got a fair amount of blood for him. He was caught in the blast, but just on the edge. Commander, is everyone in this tunnel Imperial? And then uh, Trevelyan's kind of like, except if there's any other survivors caught in the blast. I look at Donick. Are there any survivors? <laughs> Do we need any of these ones to be survivors? Maintaining his cover, essentially. He puts a hand up. He's like, Arc Squad, report in. Any survivors? Is anyone there? Please. I'm going to swear. I'm going to look over to see what comm he's doing. I'm going to tweak over to that comm. And everybody who reports in, I'm going to tag as unfriendly. You immediately su- you see Trevelyan move. And it's you've been with them long enough that you understand, like, in his heads-up display, these are being flagged. And he's just pointing for people. And seconds later, in a few blaster shots, Trevelyan is the only person not in a Stormtrooper or Imperial uniform who is alive. Donick. Donick, yeah, yeah, sorry. <clears throat> what the hell happened? I sent two of the more expendable ones ahead to scout the tunnel once I found a cut in the wall. Mine and my best were examining the security gates to figure out how they got through them and got on. I found one spot where it looks like someone could have sliced in an actual physical entry port, and I guess there's a booby trap that one of the idiots set off. Sorry, sir, it was a rookie mistake. I didn't expect them to have the booby trap that far down the tunnel. Can I see the wreckage of the speeder bike? Give me a perception check. And it's going to be a hard check. Especially considering iridium disintegrates. In fact, daunting. Now that I think about it. <laughs> so that's four purple dice. I'm going to be using my perception check. Can I get any bonus for my squad of stormtroopers and the scanning equipment that they might have? Okay. You have two boost deck. I have two ranks... Perception is cunning, so three and two makes it a two yellow and a green, and I gain two boosts. I would like to assist for another boost. So two yellow, a green, a boost, another boost, four purple. I'm going to say that the wreckage is going to add two setback die. Okay. A success and a threat. You spot, like, a handlebar, a throttle assembly. Part of the bomb booby trap was a vehicle. Start looking for vehicle tracks on the other side of that blast. Yes, sir. I want you to link up with the Imperial Navy. We need to secure this tunnel for as long as you can track those tracks, because wherever these lead is their ultimate exit point. Are you talking to Donick or to Trevelin? At this point, I'm talking to Trevelin. Yeah. Yes, sir. Donick, your cover's no good to us now, but you look even more incompetent, unfortunately, because not only were you trying to do your best to make it up to the Empire, you came down here and blew yourself up. We're going to have to take you out of here, disgrace. Yes, sir. Commander, your cuffs. Traveling, you know, passes them over and yeah. And so, just, this is going to hurt. The bomb didn't. 
reef his arm like he's any other suspect. Yep. And like I'm intentionally trying to pop a rotor cuff here. And you intentionally do. And then I'm going to <laughs> hook it on because I am not in trouble for police brutality. You can't slip a cuff if you don't have a shoulder in joint. And so I gotta pull the shoulder out of joint and then hook his other arm. Alright. Give a, a tap on the other shoulder. Just be like, a good job for the empire. And I gotta shove him forward. Yep. Alright, so as this is done, the uh you know, kind of skipping ahead and, and bringing everything together. Rebo is apprehended in a short firefight, essentially with some armed university students, other sympathizers of the rebellion. Rebo is the only survivor, uh, and that's only because he was ordered to be a survivor. But he is taken into custody alongside Sakura. Commander Trevelyan then, as everything's being brought together, some more time passes. Commander Trevelyan then uh, approaches, he's like, Sir, we found uh, skiff marks that looked to belong to a cargo skiff. Similar make to the one flagged in security videos as the one that had the heavy ordnance on it. Also, Agents Wakewade and Joyville have reported in the second suspect is in custody. Would you like them brought here or to the Spectre? No, here, for now. Ultimately, I might be taking one or both of them back up to the Spectre, but for now, I want them to see the Empire in this palace. All right. Make sure that Joyville's equipment is brought here. I'm going to turn that meeting room into our command center. Yes, sir. So, this is flagged, relayed back to you guys, and our party is brought back together. As you guys march up and march your suspects up the grand staircase, at this point, any palace or Andron guard that is there, still there seems to be there simply for show. Like, even they <laughs> look like they know that they're not in control at all anymore. This palace is flanked by two ATAT walkers on either side of it. These things have disgorged stormtroopers, like, command posts and bunkers are being set up. This is an imperial palace as far as anyone's concerned now. There's not even any civilian traffic for blocks in, in either direction. Like, things have been cordoned off. All right, so your party is back together. Excellent. Agent, I've had your equipment brought from the Spectre here. The commander has flagged a couple of interesting notes about the skiff, and as I've been reviewing the video from the uh, Starport, I've been putting down some files as to where I think you should start. I'd like you to try to reconstruct a timeline. Uh, we believe that the rebels may have access to the Starport. I don't know when exactly, but there are skiff marks leading from here to that Starport. <clears throat> Excellent. And I just sit down and start... What can you tell me about the criminal connection in here? Uh, financing, anything. I guess that was more of like the... the Your initial check was is kind of what brought that up. You yeah. didn't find much connecting to the rebels. Yeah. You would have heard some rumors of resistance growing. The underworld here seems to be mostly looking out for itself and does seem to be fairly self-serving. Not a lot of idealists among them. Yeah. You've heard some rumors of buying, like, you know, foods or medicines under the table, uh, the kind of things that you would need to run something, but not a lot of things for battle. I mean, yeah. there's a reason why you guys, why your rebels had to actually ship blaster rifles in, because yeah. no one was selling to them on planet. It seems as though the native black market uh, situation is pretty limited. Anything that would have gone this scale would have had to have come from an outside source. It seems as though most of the acquisitions are for setup. How would an organization bring that kind of money in on the planet? Out of character. I don't have this, the skullduggery that he has. Yeah, to, right? like, yeah, I don't think you need a role for that. I mean, it's hiring smugglers. Like We control an electronic currency, right? Yeah. Yes. So I'm trying to figure out how somebody managed to buy these things under our nose, is why I'm asking the, the guy who's used to smuggling yeah, things yeah. under my nose. Yeah. I mean, there'd either be use of hard currency, 
I don't get the impression that the Imperial credit is actually as secure as the Empire wants people to believe, because yes. it is used by the rebels. Yes. So this... No, no, it is not as secure, but yeah, I need no. to know in what ways it is not as yeah, secure. Yeah. I'm going to hand wave over some of the specifics of this, because I don't know these that well. <laughs> okay. But essentially, with your experience as a smuggler, you know that you, know, you use a front man, you... Yeah wire things through back channels. You get it converted to hut currency and then convert it back. Yeah. Most likely, the weapons that these people got were smuggled down to planet. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to give him the birth information of the shuttle that we have in port, and I'm just going to be like, if I give you a squad of stormtroopers and a smuggler shuttle, do you think that you, with the benefit of every piece of scanning equipment I can give you, can find me all the compartments? I'll just stick with smirk. Easily done. If they left anything, hair follicles, skin cells, I want it in your report. And, um, Joyville, every bit of information you find on them, you're going to be sending to Wycoit, because he needs to be updated, because we need to know whether or not that's going to be booby-trapped. As an aside, I'm not sure if you saw the smoking husk, the tunnels were booby-trapped. Be very careful when you check that shuttle. Will do. I do not want to have anyone from the Bureau incinerated today. <laughs> I would like to avoid that as well. I'll make sure to send in uh, bomb detection. Send a droid. I'm willing to lose a droid, not an agent. Yes. Now, anything at all, comms, what have you, refine your search based on anything that Joyville sends you. Of course. I think that you should stay in earshot while we interrogate our two prisoners. They might give you some specific information on how best to look through this shuttle. Certainly. Now... Dear, I'm going to put a silence bubble around you. Not because I want to, you to not hear it, but because I don't want you to be distracted while you work. Thank you, sir. And yeah, the, the vibrating generator there. <laughs> that corner of the room is just surrounded in white noise. All right. <laughs> All right, then I believe that just leaves your interrogation. Oh, yeah. So, so who do you want to go for first? We have Beck Secura or Rebo the Rhodium. We'll bring in Beck. He out and out lied to you? Yeah. What was the lie, precisely? That the theft, the break-in, were all formally recorded and uh, submitted to the proper authorities. We later found, of course, that not only were the security uh, surveillance tampered with, that the locks were also tampered with not days before, but hours before our arrival. Have you established his motivation? He looks out for himself. When we arrived, he was looking to book it off-planet. Did you get the name of the ship? I don't think I did, did I? No, I didn't. When you're at the starport, follow up on that. There is likely a prime ship under official credentials ready to leave. See how they're doing it? The rebels probably skipped the blockade the same way. You have my permission, and I'm going to sit there writing up the form. I'm willing to give them amnesty. Once. They tell you how they're skipping our blockade at the moment... And I'm going like, to flip the, it over to his data pad. Yep. The moment that you show them that form, I am completely fine with them giving every detail. Every detail. That is what the cost of amnesty is. Yep. It is not cheap. And if they do that, they may have it. When they pause for a moment's breath, I'm going to be writing up an execution order for the second form, and I'm going to sign it with my name yep. to be executed under the authority of Agent Wycoit. Okay. I'm going to send that one to you. Okay. It's going to charge them under the Sedition Act. It's going to identify them as agents of the state, and that lethal force is recommended for apprehension in all circumstances and cases. Okay. And just be like, if they pause in considering my generous offer, show them that form. Of course. 
and you may tell them that your commanding officer told you that you may take no more than seven breaths while they considered their reply. I'm going to, like, move my mouth as though I've tasted something dirty. I'm just like, I hate that I might have to give something to these thieves, but I understand that there is a price for order. One thing that I do want to point out, because I don't want it to be skipped over, is the false side reports of a robbery were in the Andron police and the Imperial networks, and were flagged as three days ago, meaning that when they created these false reports, they sliced into law enforcement agencies' databases to ensure that they were there as well. They didn't just make sure that they had the falsified reports, they made sure that you had the falsified reports. This is not a, f- a report that we were flagged in. Like they, they didn't just compromise local security, and then we picked up the forgery. They actually sliced twice. It probably was rooted through local to you. Okay. But yes, they made sure that the Empire had a fake report. I'm just wondering if that is a compromise in our system, or if, if the vulnerability was in their system and we suffered from it. I think it was in their system and you suffered from it. Okay. This sounds like more reason why the Empire needs to be more involved in the personal security of Wanderon. <laughs> yeah, I know. Because there is a lot of difficulty here in providing security to this population because they're under active assault by the Rebel Alliance. Yep. You know, it is a tragedy that the uh, sovereign of this planet was assassinated, but in every terrible dark cloud there is a silver lining. And that silver lining is that the royal line is secure. Raxus is alive. We will continue respecting the integrity of that bloodline, and the flaws and vulnerabilities of this planet have been demonstrated to us so that we may step in and resolve them. Andrew, I would actually like to know what Davik's computer skill is. Two yellow, two green. I would like you to roll me a computer check against two purple and two red. Okay. And that's essentially going to be what encompasses what your character does. So just roll that up for me. I don't need the result yet. I want to know how well she's able to track your actual party's departure from this plane. Oh, okay, sure. So, what'd you get? You have four failures and two failures. Oh, Jesus. Okay, all right. So we're relying on that skullduggery to see how others do it. Yep. I can't think of who I'd want to oppose that check. What's he checking? The shovelcraft. On our ship? Yeah. There shouldn't be anything on it there. There wouldn't be weapons, but it was a rebel shuttle. Yeah, it's how well did you erase the transponders? Do you still have flight plans logged? Wouldn't that be Davik's check? That would be the rebel Rebel mechanic who made it in the first place. Yeah, yeah. so I'm going to make that a daunting check, so that's four difficulty. I'm going to give you two setback die. I already know you can't spend these, so I'm upgrading one of those. So it would be three purple and a red. Yeah. He didn't get any bonuses from the, uh, if you figure out who Secura's people off planet are, these are the two forms you could show them? Because that'd be oh. scary shit. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't... Yeah. Um, so, okay, roll it one more time and okay. I can two boost that. Because I have signed the order for the oh, rest. Yeah. Um, now, other question. Because we've been pausing in between interrogations, can Allison be can assume to have recovered strain at this point? Yes. Okay. Three success, one threat. You don't find anything from the shuttlecraft itself. You do find that, essentially, the Empire maintains certain standing contracts with major corporations, and that allows them to bypass blockades because they are in good standing with the Empire, of course. which is how Red Sun was going to get off planet. They had mining operations up on the moon, yep. and they were just going to go up there because the Empire does not want to disrupt the efficiency with which its machine runs unless it has to. Right. So that's how they were going to do that. Where they shit themselves when they show them the oh, tube. so bad. <laughs> I just be like, all right, here's amnesty. For what? Well, because if you don't tell me exactly what I want to know, here's this other form. Yes. <laughs> it's the warrant for your execution. The opposite. All right, so, Bexkura. How are we handling this guy? With the interrogation expert. 
I'm going to sit down and say a few words, and then it's completely in her hands. We haul Fatty in in front of me. Yep. How are you, sir? Um. Oh God. Yeah. No, oh, who's I'm your just, god? Sorry. I don't know what your people worship. He kind of mutters something unintelligible. Uh, sorry, what was that? He tells you the name of Ryloth's god. <laughs> oh, excellent. I can never keep your people's whatever straight. Anyway, how are you today? I have... Are you well? Is today an okay day? And Allison is just standing just inside the door, head down, tapping on her foot like she's really waiting to do something. <laughs> He's kind of like, I am, I, I am overcome with remorse, sir. Mm, remorse for what? Uh... For selfishly and unintentionally obstructing our great empire. So you unintentionally lied to us, fabricated data, <laughs> and then planned to escape by heading to your mining operation on the moon. Um, uh... That was unintentional. I did not realize that he was a rebel sympathizer when I sold him the materials, sir. Okay. I don't think you are being 100% honest with me, so I'm going to tell you what is going to happen. I'm going to double-check my manual, because I think that I'm asking these questions wrong. Now, I have an agent under my command who has been trained in how to properly ask you people these types of questions. People? And, yes, you people. I start sliding the shock gloves against each other and making them spark. (laughs) Now, she is much better at this than I am. I was promoted for other reasons. Chief among them is the ability to recognize talent and expertise when I see it. Now, I'm going to read up on how to properly ask you people questions, and if you want to be able to see whatever family or hive or pack or clan that you people have, or even your left arm, if you want to see that again... You will deal with my agent on the basis of honesty and respect. Now, you've already told me that you can't intentionally dissociate the difference between being honest and not. So this is not going to feel pleasant, and I know that it must be hard, because you people apparently cannot tell the difference between intention and random happenstance of coincidences. So let me tell you, it is my intention to cause you enough pain so that you can understand the situation that you are in. And that pain will not be fatal if you answer honestly. And if you answer honestly, I will not have to seize all of your assets, all of your employees' assets, and all of your family's assets under suspicion of criminal conspiracy. Because, as I understand it, the living wage on this planet is 18 credits a day. And that is the stipend that we will pay you as we hold everything you own indefinitely until I sign the forms saying that I am done this investigation. Yes, sir. (laughs) Now, do you understand? Yes, sir. Agent? So my boss here wants to bury you under paperwork. I don't usually use paperwork very much, and um, I got something else that I can use. So, a really good man got hurt really bad today because you decided to steal, and you decided to give what you stole to the rebellion. 
And, no, 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 as he has said, you don't know what truth and lies are at this point. You can think that you didn't do this. I'm telling you, you did. And I'm going to take every ounce of pain that happened to that good man and multiply it tenfold into you. What I want you to tell me is the name of the person you sold it to, everybody that you've even heard him mention in passing. Okay. I need a coercion check. Okay, so boost die for Karen's introduction for you. Boost die for your kid. Boost die because he's already losing his mind because he knows he's been caught. So that's three of those. And it's going to be an easy check. So (laughs) one difficulty. I'm going to use my two ranks of intimidate to add another yellow. And I am going to use my boost die because I haven't yet about throwing around my imperial weight. Five success, one triumph, and three advantage. And three advantage. Okay. He tells you, after much beating, cutting... Injections. Yeah, yeah, injections, mental manipulations. He tells you that he sold the products to Rebo the Rodian, the one that you have in custody, that he did in that moment of passing. Here, Rebo mentioned a woman by the name of Kaya, a man by the name of Brosco. Rebo said it was for a construction project. And almost offhand, and this is what your triumph is for, not that he's being offhand, but like it's one of those things that he almost mentions deliriously and you just happen to note it. He mentions that Rebo was really interested in this droid that he'd seen today. And even as Sakura says that, he's like, the moment it leaves, he's like, not that that's important, I'm so sorry, but I just don't know. And that is Sakura's interrogation. Since she can't hear any of this, I'm just texting her, when you're checking Starport records, look for droids. Okay. All right, so Rebo. Bring him in, make sure they cross paths. Oh, they do, and Rebo walks in looking terrified already. Okay, what are what is he, Rodian? He is a Rodian. What uh, do they look like? Greedo. Except he's skinnier than Greedo, because, I mean, he's essentially, like, a couple years older than a kid. He's a 20-some college kid. <laughs> As the doors open, they're going out. I'm going to be popping out my power pack from my, the shock gloves and putting in a new one. As soon as the doors open and I see that she's doing that, I'm going to just be like, uh, do you need the ones, the extra capacitor, or uh, do you think that he'll survive long enough? Really, the extra capacitor is just for looks. Yeah, okay. Looks on them? Like, do they sizzle more when you do that? Uh, Guard, sit him down. (laughs) Well, no. I mean, they are unconscious. You use the extra capacitor if there's two of them, because you want it to be extra flashy on the one, and then talk to the other guy. Oh. Okay, so we should have had the Rodian in the room while we tortured the fat one. Hey, there are different ways to do things. You outrank me. This is entirely true, and I'm simply attempting to learn from your expertise. She's the one that is actually much better at this than I am, and I think that it's important to recognize a craft when you see it. Would you not agree? He uh, opens his mouth and sort of gape and then shuts it firmly and kind of squares up his shoulders. Oh, That's a nice shirt you have there. And I wipe some of the blood off of my shot gloves on his shirt and then step back. Mm glances down at it and then kind of looks back up. So where does Brosco live? I'm sorry, sir. I don't know anyone by that name. Okay. Uh, where does Kaya live? Who? Is she a student with me? I just have two fingers up at this point. <laughs> oh, don't worry. We're, we're actually not going to torture this one. He kind of straightens up a little bit and he's like... No, we're releasing you into a neighborhood of your choice and putting out an all-point bulletin looking for... Um, I'm going to send the names Kaya and Brosco over to you on the computer and say, I need last names for these two immediately. Because she's still in the sound bubble, yeah. right? And just be like, uh, we're going to put out an all-points bulletin saying that we're looking for Kaya and Brosco. Out of character, can she give me last names? It takes her a few minutes, but she gives you Kaya's last name of Adetrium. Mm-hmm. And we didn't come up with a last name for Brosco, but okay. you get his too. Okay, so uh, Kaya, Adetrium, and Brosco... Um, 
What'd you say? AKA Gruntor. <laughs> like <laughs> alias Gruntor. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. So, yeah, Roscoe Jones, alias Gruntor. <laughs> yeah, I'm just be like, oh, we're going to put out an all points bulletin saying that we're looking for a Kaya Detrium and Roscoe Gruntor Jones. And yeah, and we're just going to release you into whatever neighborhood you choose. And in fact, I'm thinking that I'm going to transfer uh, 3,000 credits into your personal bank account. He kind of looks like a gate music. Actually, um, Agent Whitecoat, do you have any cash on hand? Oh, um, yeah. Yeah, take some credit stick. I'll pull out a credit stick. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, May I? I'll reimburse you, of course. Of from, course, yeah. Because uh, we pay our informants very well, and I, I stick it in his pocket. I'm, I'm, I'm not an informant. I, really? Because we would give an informant a ticket off this planet. And, and, you know, reaches in and takes out the credit chip and puts it back on the table and slips it forward. Son, let me explain something here. You're a traitor. But which side do you want to see you as a traitor? I don't care if I have to staple that credit chip to your chest. You're not going to be harmed when you leave here. The worst that you're going to get is a stun blaster shot. It will render you unconscious. Considering the kerfuffle that's going on, no one is going to think a stun blaster shot actually meant anything. So here's the deal. You either tell me what I want to know, and I will send you wherever you want to go with a limited immunity to prosecution from anything that happened on Onderon in the preceding four months. Or, I pay you handsomely and release an all-points bulletin and release you here on the planet. Roll me a coercion check. Can this be a joint thing? Oh, yeah. Your difficulty would normally be two purple and a red. I'm going to flip a destiny point. You are going to be one purple and two reds. And you are going to get one setback die as well. One plain success and one triumph and two threat. As you say all of this, do we break him to our will? Can we triumph on a color? Yeah. <laughs> Rebo um, breaks down in tears in front of you and starts muttering that he never wanted to be a part of some revolution, that he just wanted his freedom and goes on and on and starts to say that he doesn't want to get Kaya or Brosco hurt and that it seemed like such a good idea, and these people were larger than life, and he even mentions the Jedi droid, and starts talking about these newcomers that came in, and that it was their idea, and essentially starts talking all about this brash Corellian man who threatened him, this Jedi droid who no one seemed to realize what it actually was, this pilot, and that it was them who attacked the Imperial Palace, and that it wasn't Kaya and Brosco. For the threat that you generated, you're not sure if he's telling the truth about Kai and Brosco or not, but while he doesn't have full names for everyone, he fingers everyone in the party. Okay. I'm going to, um, whatever the equivalent of Bluetooth is, into his hollow recorder there that we've got on the table, yep. and I'm going to pull the audio and shoot it into her little sound bubble so she can hear it on her headset, and uh, I'm going to send her a little text asking if she can find these people at the starport. Gar told his name to Rebo, didn't he? Yes. Gar tells his name to everybody. Yep. Yep. Well, then I will gloss over everyone else, but you do get a note that a uh, Gardolo left the planet after being here on Safari with an unnamed nobleman, and they left in a YT-2400 freighter. You find the footage of them leading, you find footage of... My uh, triumph roll on the yeah, exit. Of, of, of yeah. Mr. Dolo browbeating a uh, docking official kind of into place, so that he was a member of uh, the Dolo family, that he was a scion of uh, Dietlam Dolo. 
when Rebo mentions the Jedi droid, because that was also piped into the conversation, you were able to pair that up with footage of the attack on the shuttlecraft and uh, a sword-swinging droid that eviscerated most of the stormtroopers there. So I call them in, come look at this. this and is, this uh, is the unknown Onderanian that they left with the uh, from Safari with is wearing the same getup as whoever assaulted the uh, landing pad with the droid. Yep. So do I see Cass? <laughs> She left at the landing pad. Yep. And she wasn't yeah. disguising herself. Yeah, you do. You recognize her. Oh my god. What's wrong? I think that's my sister. And I'll like point to the monitor and like blow up the image. This doesn't leave this room until we can make sure that your hands are clean. Of course. But you understand that your sister has to come in. We can be gentle about it because she's family. But she's obviously a rebel. Of course. I mean, what the hell? Out of game, just for a second, you totally know that she's a rebel because they totally made plans to leave home together and join the rebellion together. Yeah, oh. And he left a year Not that early. Pearson's ever mentioned that to anyone. Yeah, I know. We are going to wrap that up here. So what planet does Rebo want to be sent to? Probably Rhodia, but he's not entirely sure at this point. The one thing, though, uh, especially in regards to your soundbite, is that not once he's back on Spectre, Agent Donick is, I assume, released. Are you keeping him in custody once he's in Imperial-only hands, or is he... No, but he's staying the fuck away from the comms and the scanners uh, unless he's using comic to another Imperial source. Yes, which he is doing. Yeah. So, at some point, Agent Donick and Admiral Vane have a, a conference with you okay. and essentially want your opinion because the two choices that they have right now are to leave Rax's Dendup in charge or to claim that Rax's Dendup was murdered in a follow-up terrorist attack by bombing on the palace and that in light of the fact that there is no pure line of succession that they're going to place an Imperial governor in charge of the planet. In my opinion, I think that we should give them a recording of this conversation and tell him that there will be a moth appointed to oversee Imperial interests on the planet. But allow him to keep his throne? Why not? All right. Whatever the paper says, I expect something in the realm of nine-tenths tied to the Empire for his privileges. All right. I mean, of course, the the regulations will say something more reasonable around 30-40%. I don't see any reason why this planet should not have to pay for what we've invested into it. Admiral Vane and Agent Donick agree? Since the Rodian turned over, probably not necessarily even that much money, maybe three to five grand. Sure. Because <laughs> I'm going to stay true to that. Because like, <laughs> it's not really a gift. <laughs> Alright, so as uh, the next couple days wear on, Agent Vicarin's team does stick around on Onderon to kind of help everything smooth over to dot the I's and cross the T's on their investigation and is very quickly putting themselves together to head out. Are you flagging anything in particular in your report? About the Dolo and what have you? Well, the Dolo, yes. I also need to know if any of you, actually, in your official reports, bothered to mention the word Jedi. It would have been part of my like audio recording. Oh, that's true. That said, I would have given that to you. Yeah. Because I couldn't see this guy necessarily allowing his subordinates to report over his own head. Not to report over his own head. Their reports would be on, on record, though, right? Like, any mm-hmm. of your spears could go look at them if they wanted to. I don't see why I wouldn't. Honestly, it's whether or not you think it's important enough to. Is it the crazy college kid thought there was a Jedi droid? And it doesn't think much. It's literally, I just need to know if anyone used the word Jedi in their report. Yeah, and I've got no knowledge lore, so... I mean, I'd have the same reaction that Vec did. Or like, I don't know what the hell you're talking about. But yeah, I don't no, have knowledge lore either, so... Maybe it's more of like a, 
I've never heard of the make Jedi before yeah, in droids. I mean, I'm not sure. Like further investigation into um, which droid manufacturer is using the nope. uh, Jedi. Yep. <laughs> I have no knowledge that would allow me to consciously suppress it. I have Outer Rim and Warfare. Could have sworn he gave someone more. All right. Is that a yes? It would be in your report then, or no? It wouldn't. It would not be emphasized, so the only record of it explicitly would be the audio recording. Yep. But none of my written reports would, would, know, would know to mention it. Yeah. Yep. That's all I need to know. Because, so, I mean, anybody with a good computer use would probably find it, but... Yep. Okay. So, you were there for a few days before the Spectre does leave, and where it goes after that is not knowledge for you as players. Thank you for listening to the Rogues Alliance Actual Play Podcast. For character bios, fan art, and more, check out our wiki page at roguesalliance.wikia.com. Music and sound effects are owned by LucasArts, Lucasfilm, Valve, The Walt Disney Company, or are from the sites freesound.org, freesfx.co.uk, and tabletopaudio.com. Questions and comments can be sent to feedback at roguesalliance.ca. Tune in every two weeks for more of our ongoing adventures as we blow stuff up, learn rules, and generally have a good time.